Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. For this episode, we are doing an older movie for Veterans Day. Uh, This movie is The Last Castle. Uh, This came out in 2001, starring Robert Redford, James the late James Gandolfini, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Delroy Lindo, uh, Clifton Collins Jr., and, you know, a few other people, and maybe we'll bring them up as we discuss it. But yeah, this movie, it is, you know, for, for, for Veterans Day. So that's why we chose this movie. Um, I actually picked this movie because I thought it might be a little underseen. Uh, maybe for those that are tuning in for the first time, I'm Peter. And I'm Mariano. And uh, one of the things that we do on this show is we kind of take a look back uh, at the weekend of this movie's release and see what else came out. Uh, along with The La- Last Castle, this weekend of October 19th, again, 2001, um, shortly just a month after 9-11, really. That's kind of crazy to, to even think about. Um, riding in oh, the yeah. car with boys, Drew Barrymore. I saw, uh, yeah, I remember that one. I don't remember any of it. What I don't remember it. I saw it, but I don't remember any of it, to be honest. I didn't see it either, but it looks like it's a biography comedy drama. So it m- may have been based on a true story. Steve Zahn and mm. Adam Garcia, Brittany Murphy, the late Brittany Murphy. So oh. yeah, some notable wow. people there. Uh, From Hell. Right, that's the Hughes brothers, Johnny Depp, uh-huh. Heather Graham. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I remember yep. that one. I saw that. I uh, like that one. From hell, I I saw it one time. I wonder if that's worth visiting. To you know, I mean, it's about Jack the Ripper, man. It is Jack. Yeah, does he play Jack the Ripper? That I forget. No, he is trying to catch Jack the Ripper. Okay, but he's a no. I don't know if he's a he's a detective. That's right. I see. Okay, yeah, I might check that out again. Yeah. I do like the Hughes brothers. They did a Menace to Society. No, shoot, I was just. I was just talking about that today. You know, we should just randomly throw that in somewhere at some point. <laughs> we talked about yeah, it right. a number of times, yeah. Uh, and let's see here. The How about Focus? You ever heard about that one? That's with uh, William H. Macy, Laura Dern, David Paymer. Got some good people in that one. It sounds vaguely familiar. I don't think I've seen it, though. Yeah, let's see here. In the waning months of World War II, a man and his wife were mistakenly identified as Jews by their anti-Semitic Brooklyn neighbors. That's interesting. No, I remember the cover box working oh. at Blockbuster, but not a movie I saw. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. I might want to check that out. Yeah, this sounds interesting. Good actors on there. It, yeah, it really is. Uh, I wonder if this would be maybe not a great pairing, but like uh, it kind of, I don't know, for some reason, a pupil kind of came to mind. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You, you can kind of see that. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Have you ever watched Music Box? Music Box. I don't recognize that title. No. Um. Well... 1989, Jessica Lange, and uh, oh, Armin Miller-Stahl. He's you would know him if you see him. And Lucas Haas okay. is a kid. Um, basically, there's a woman, and uh, her father's accused of being a war criminal from World War II. Oh, interesting. That kind kind of sounds like a pupil. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and and ba- basically, they're saying that he's this like monster, you know, like ba- you know, monster, and uh, you know, he's she, and she is like. What the hell? That's my dad, right? And I don't want to give away. I mean, sure, yeah, actually, it's, it's kind you, of an older film. You, you but know what it if you haven't seen like? it, I don't want to give it away. A history of violence. That's kind of what it sounds like. Okay. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen. I know. That I know. I wouldn't put it in the same category. No? Okay. Because no, it's not like, really. Hey, you know, you got a history. He's like, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, this is my husband. Not okay, that's, my dad. That, that's like that's 
that's a that's the only that's the only thing you got in common okay, with those two. Okay, <laughs> mistaken <Jesus>. identity. <laughs> right. Okay. Any, All right. But it's cool. It's cool because of um, how you know it's, it's a it's a it's a drama slash. Uh, suspenseful film you know and and right. it's it's i thought it was really good i see it again to see if it holds up but yeah. you can't you can't give away the ending otherwise right. you ruin the movie so i don't want to do that you know? okay all right fair but enough. um anyway it just reminded me of this documentary I, I watched on netflix called the monster next door which is kind of a similar similar premise but this is real life though this dude was uh was uh thought to be this guy called ivan the terrible who was um a um he was in one of the uh concentration camps like actually like torturing people before putting them in like gas chambers and shit dude and like but the guy kept denying it he went to trial in israel i mean it was dude it's five part miniseries on netflix dude oh, if wow. anybody's out there actually very I'm, interesting yeah it's a yeah, trip actually I, it's I, a trip I dude. documentaries okay yeah i'll have to check that out uh the number one song at the time of this movie's release was i'm real by j-lo and ja rule Mm-hmm. They've done a, a I couple know this songs song. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good song. Yeah, they have. Then, then they do a song where I went, "What well, do I do without my baby?" Is that, yes. is that them together? Yes. Yeah, that's okay. The, well, that's the one that I think on, of because on. I Actually, think it's no, funny. I, I think and that's I, with Ashanti. What is it with Ashanti? Go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're probably right. Might okay, be Ashanti. You know that might be Ashanti. But hey, Either way, that's the funny it. one. Mariana, that's the one I was. That's the one I always bring up. Me and Allegra laugh about it because he sounds like that to me in my mind. <laughs> you know, did you know I saw him just last year in concert? I think I did because you saw a bunch of people in concert and I was jealous because you saw a bunch of people that I want to see. Yeah. You know, from Ashanti back in the was day. there. Uh, it was her birthday. We all sang her happy birthday. That was kind of cool. And then months Well, that's later, the least you could do. You, <laughs> the fire documentary That's the least y'all could do. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, no, you're right. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, man, we were just cheering for the damn guy when he was here in town. That was kind of funny. Look, if if the audience, if the whole audience didn't sing happy birthday, y'all are trash. So you had to fucking do it. Yeah. That's yeah, all I'm saying. No, we did. So we did. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you're not trash, Peter. I'm glad you're, you're I'm glad you're okay. Just throwing it out because nobody's <laughs> asking. So I wasn't the hugest uh-huh. Ashanti fan ever. You know, I was more, um, I, I was more of a Christina Milian fan. Because you know how there's always like two people, right? You, you got DMX. You got there's always that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Always that. Always that. I mean, you had... Monica versus Brandy, right? Exactly, Why? Exactly. Uh, Monica, thank you. But I chose uh, uh, Monica. Monica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, see, that's that's why we do this together. <laughs> but um, but she was uh, she was fantastic. She was a great performer, uh, and I, I became a fan. I became a fan. She was really oh, good. nice. A, a good live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she converted me. I mean, I'm I'm still gonna pick Christina Milian, but but I, I'm more right. of a fan of Ashanti than I was before. Oh, nice. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the last castle. This is what we're here to talk about. Last Castle. So great, uh, great actors, right? We got Mark Ruffalo before he was Bruce Banner. Uh, we got Robert Redford. I mean, after he was Robert Redford, but still Robert Redford. <laughs> you, know? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, he does go on to be in the Avengers. Um, the Civil War was was that his first appearance? I feel Civil War. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's then, the only appearance, buddy. No, 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 no. He had a uh, a brief cameo in Infinity Wars, or no, no, no. Was it oh. Endgame? Remember, because there, there's a little bit of uh, yeah. you know, little spoiler okay, here. You know, time travel, right? right? Oh, so, that's right. 
Mm-hmm. There you go. Good Thank point. Thank you. Thank you. Good you point. guys reviewed it. <laughs> I yes, think. we did. That. Okay. There was had, so much. Yeah, we did. We like Robert Redford, I had a cameo on that one. <laughs> I, yeah, think, right. I think it was. Called it. Yeah, that was our first. That <laughs> yeah. was our first ever call in. Co- ever call in into nostalgic <laughs> and like it worked. Course, We're just surprised course. that it worked. We're just and glad I'll, that it worked. That work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but anyway, so this came out about. Um, you know, a little after uh, a month after 9/11, I was actually still in basic training when this came out. Oh, really? Yeah, because 9/11 happened when I was in basic training, and so I actually didn't see this movie until like maybe a year later, where my cousin told me about it because uh, him and I we enlisted, you know, a few months apart, and I think he went to training. Oh, yeah, because he, yeah, we're no, no, we enlisted about the same time, but he was a year younger. So he couldn't go until he graduated high school. So he actually saw this when I was away and recommended it to me when I came back. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a history with this movie at all? This is the first time I've ever seen it. Awesome. Okay, so that's good. I knew I knew of it. Yeah, I knew of it. Really? Okay. But for some reason, I thought Bruce Willis was in it. I think I confused with another movie. Hearts War with um, Colin Farrell. Hearts War. Hearts War. Okay. Yeah, is, yeah. Is Josh Hartnett in that one? Uh, no. Mm, okay. I don't. Re- you might be right, but I'm also thinking of Pearl Harbor. Look, man, I, I I'm mixing five. Did movies you say right Josh now. Hart? Josh yeah, Hartnett? Josh Hartnett. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you said Josh Hart because isn't that the Pelicans player? <laughs> oh, <laughs> for oh, I read a story about him. Never mind. <laughs> okay, we won't go there. We won't go there. Anyway. What are we talking about? We're not so, talking about Hearts War. So not, no, no, we're not. We're, we're talking about The Last Castle. So when I enlisted, I was always looking for, you know, a, a good military movie to watch. And this one, I mean, it's kind of like Shawshank uh, Redemption of Jace, you know, with like military personnel. Okay. It is prison. Andy Dufresne has, uh, you know, been promoted to a three-star general. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Red has become an asshole now, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, and, you know, and then all these other kind of, you know, archetypes, archetypes, you know, that, that are in this movie. Okay, so, yes. f- you know, first, f- first impression, what did you think about this movie? Uh, I think that the movie was acted well, like a really, uh, it just shows like when you have like a, not just veteran actors, but people who have besides the experience, but, uh, the talent, you know, and whatever, learning throughout their, their life, they, you know, they, they picked up along the way. Cause throughout referred uh, he could just pretty much read the phone book. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude was like acting. Right? I mean, he was so good in this. James Gandolfini was really good too, you know. And Loki, oh, yeah. not even really Loki, more like Hockey. He was hella good, man. He was like, really good. You know, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. He was really good. Um, you know, and and you can see where Mark Ruffalo's like talent lies because he's he's pretty good in that too. Not not the strongest out of everybody, but definitely you know Robert Redford and James Gandolfini. And you know, and and I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of Delroy Lindo, man. I don't think I've seen him in. I mean, I've seen him in so many things, but. He's he's a hell of an actor too. So it's, it it definitely has some heavy hitters when it comes to the craft. So I like that. I thought it was an interesting um, concept, you know. But the the thing about any kind of military movie for me is that I don't know anything. So right, right. You, I'm just gonna you, you be what you're telling me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the ranks. Oh, I don't know. I don't know nothing. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm just like, well, just gonna they they're gonna tell me, you know that. That you can take down a helicopter this way? Sure. Why not? <laughs> you know? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I know what a trebuchet is. That's, a, that's old time. Old time. You, you know what? I mean, I know that's <laughs> jumping way ahead, but like uh, Mark Ruffalo's character should have died in that, that helicopter crash. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? I thought, oh, okay, that's what's going to happen. He's going to die. This is going to happen, right? <laughs> 
Nope, he lived. He he just limped away. Right. <laughs> hey, Bruce Banner. There's, there's no know. reason for him. He's always angry. Yeah, there's no reason for him to <laughs> to walk away without having at least like seventy five percent burns throughout his body. Oh man, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like seriously, right. dude, what the hell? So overall, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Okay. And I, real quick before I forget, I think that the adversarial, I guess, combat be, <laughs> combat, right word, right no, between no, no. Uh, the warden and the ex general because he's no longer a general, right? Right. Was was really was really good, and it's almost like the way it was kind of uh, placed, and and how the warden was sadistic and uh, a motherfucker, basically, kind of plays into this idea of him thinking, not thinking that he's like that, but really is like that. So you know, the fact that the general or ex general like picked up on it and decided to help and do something about it, you know, I, I really liked the way that that was developed. You know what I mean? Yeah. The story was developed pretty well, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, like I mean, uh, he is a three-star general. That's pretty high-ranking, uh, you know, because you have a full bird colonel before you get your your first star. You know, so then you got uh, brigadier uh, general, then you got major general, and then you have yeah, lieutenant general. It's been it's been a while, but um, the abbreviation goes "Be my little general," so it's B M L. Uh, but anyway, the the warden is only a colonel, full bird colonel. That's it. So he's not he doesn't even have a star. Uh, so that kind of shows, right. like you know, the the, the, the difference, the difference in, in experience, in the right? And, exactly. And, and, yeah. And so so we you know speaking of experience, you know, um, the warden. Let, let's just call them kind of by their their actual names. So Gandolfini. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he he runs right. the prison, and uh, Robert Redford. He has like you know. Know, written a book he's a, uh, a war hero and all of this has all these uh, experience and um he made an executive decision that kind of led to s- some deaths of some soldiers and that's kind of why he's in prison and um the the, the movie is really about these two kind of playing chess you know which is also a motif in this movie uh and always trying to maybe not necessarily one up uh, one another but Robert, Robert Redford, who just wants to be there just to serve his time, kind of starts um, gaining the respect of the fellow prisoners, and you know they start. He starts finding out some of the um, you know the bad juju that's going on there. Again, led by Gandolfini, and ultimately they're calling for his name for his re- resignation. Um, did you watch the trailer at all? Uh no. Okay, no. I had um, no idea what I was gonna. I, I had no idea what was going what, going on when I came into it. Well, one of my favorite interactions between the two is when uh, Robert Redford tells him too. He's like, "Yeah, me and the other prisoners, we want you to resign." And then there's that beat, and then Gandolfini's like, "Well, I guess I better go back up then." <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty good, but um, the the, well, the but the, you know the one the one thing that you as you were mentioning the kind of chess game that they were having mm-hmm. that. I don't think Redford's character was really interested at all. It's Gandolfini that can't be felt like he's being showed up. Right. You know, it's almost like a, a miss, somewhat miss of a misunderstanding that led his like him being all freaking uh, hurt feelings about the whole thing. It right. Really was. He was going to have him sign the book. And then he heard, he hears him talking about what his dad felt about people who collected memorabilia. Basically going, yeah, he felt like anybody, who, the more stuff they have, the less action they've seen, or they basically hadn't seen the battlefield or whatever. Exactly, yeah. And he heard this and thought that Redford's character was saying it, and then all of a sudden, he got all freaking, like, got yeah, all hurt feelings her, and yeah. decided to, like, super salty, dude. And then, there you go. And then it was like, you know, show him to the to the cell and blah, blah, blah. And just being like, then, then his true colors came out, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, I don't know. It's just, I thought it was very interesting psychologically coming from somebody in charge of all these men 
right? Yeah. And the fact that he had this power and he abused the power, basically, you know, like why would he abuse? Why is he that insecure that he has to abuse the power? You know, it's all about him feeling like he has to uh, the only one to be answered to, right? Yeah. So I don't know. It was it was very interesting. I, I think this movie is interesting. Um, you know, the kind of the different characters and the the different dynamics. We don't know too much of why certain men are in prison, and I, I don't think it's necessary to explore that. Uh, but I think it would have been uh, more interesting to have maybe more characters that might have had PTSD. Um, you know, that that may had. Uh, you know, I, I think they can also show that. The military also doesn't really take care of their veterans, you know, post-war, because um, there are many of men who were the, the the right age that could have served in the Gulf War, uh, which was uh, even brought up by certain characters too, like uh, Doc, for example. He said that he served under Redford uh, in the Gulf War, you know, things like that. Right. So it would have been very interesting to have people that were unwell. And instead of having them treated, they sent them sent them to prison, you know, because uh, e- even now uh, you hear about like the 22 days, 22 push up challenge, you know, to bring awareness because on average, 22 veterans a day, you know, commit suicide. Uh, so there's all these right. things. And, you know, they, they, get, they, you know, there's some opportunities there. I, th- I thought this still, um, you know, uh, uh, was a, a, an interesting story that I think anybody could relate to the the power dynamic between Redford and Gandolfini. Um, I think military aside, you can always uh, understand somebody in a certain position that may have not done the dirty work. You know what I mean? Um, and they are kind of where they are, but may not have paid their dues. So kind of like what Robert Redford's dad said, like, oh, a man who carries all the or has all these war trophies, what have you, probably never set foot on the battlefield. There's pen- pe- plenty of people that have been on the front lines that that um, think other soldiers aren't worthy of a, uh, a patch showing that they were overseas because they didn't do anything. So there's people like that, um, which is it, it is sad, you know, in itself, because it's like, you know, we all wear the same uniform. But uh, Gandolfini really does run this like an actual prison. Uh, all these men are stripped of their rank because they are just regular people. So when... Robert Redford shows up, you know, they kind of start changing like the different names of the, of the rank so they can be called something, you know, um, kind of treating these men kind of like people again, you know, um, so, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, was there any characters that stuck out to you at all? Uh, no, nah, just pretty much Redford and Gandolfini. Um, I, again, I don't think that, uh, that, um, Mark Ruffalo's character was, he was okay. Wasn't he likeable. didn't grab me. Yeah. I think, I think, and it's not even about likability. It's more like he didn't really grab me either way. You know what I mean? Doc was okay. I think they could have developed Doc a little more. They didn't really do much with him. Um, the the dude that uh, ended Aguilar? up uh, dying, getting shot in the head. Yeah, yeah. he was, they could have done a little more with him too. It was like, I feel like they spent a good amount of time and a good amount of buildup with Gandolfini and Redford. And I get it. They're like the top dogs in this whole story or whatever. But they didn't really give me enough for any of the other characters. Um, yeah. And look, there was a line that was dropped by the kind of burly, burly dude that was building the wall. The first guy, mm, the racist. And um, yeah, well, he was like, you know, whites only on this, on this wall. And then all of a sudden they're all building the wall together. I'm like, <laughs> nah, dog, I'm wonder, sorry, but white supremacists ain't going to just, <laughs> Yeah. White supremacists ain't just going to be like, oh, we cool now. No, nah, no, nah, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. But anyway, uh, and I, I get what they were trying to do, but that didn't really work for me. There were certain things that were kind of like 
maybe little, slightly corny. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, what I did, the, the parts that were good were the, the standoff between these two characters that had one that had the power technically and the other one who carried power. Right. Mm-hmm. And because of his actions was able to get even more respect. And the thing is that, and, and here's where the chess match wasn't really a match. Cause I, I don't feel like Kendall Feeney as good as he was, didn't have any idea what the fuck he was doing. Cause every turn he gave dude more power at everything he did. He gave the ex general more power. So, I mean, it just shows you that he really was outmatched. He was no match for dude. No, 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 he wasn't. I mean, again, probably didn't see, uh, you know, see the battlefield there. Um, you know, when you're just at a prison, that's all you're doing. You know, I mean, uh, Redford wrote a book about like war and he led men. We, we don't know if Gandolfini ever really, you know, quote unquote, led men. And so, mm. you know, I think that's where the respect came for uh, Robert Redford. I, I thought it was really interesting that uh, Aguilar, you know, he... I, I don't know if he's autistic uh, or something, but obviously he's not uh, fully there. Clifton Collins Jr., I am familiar with some of his other work. Re- recently, I saw him in The Mule, the uh, Clint, uh, Clint Eastwood movie, and he kind of, oh. he he's all right in that one. I, I didn't really buy him as that character. It's, it's a really small role, but this is one of the ones that I do remember him from uh, mostly. But um, I kind of... I like the idea of his character and how he kind of brings the other men together because because of this wall uh, and kind of what it right. represents, you know, for all of them. You know, it's got a lot of interesting ideas and is executed well enough for me. And I think because of my military background, I did enjoy this movie. I don't know if um, if it's for the purpose of this review, but I, I did find it kind of meandering and lagging at some times because uh, this movie does clock in at 212 it could have been right. a lot shorter. It's it could have been cut, man. Two twelve's too long for this. I agree. And you know the that's funny is the whole time when the whole thing towards the jumping ahead to the end, like when they were the, when they had their plan activated, yeah, and kind of shit went down and the whole flag thing, whatever. I was like, where the fuck's Delroy Lindo? He said twenty <laughs> minutes. It's been more than that. What the fuck? Where you at, Delroy Lindo? General? Did, he wasn't even in the movie for twenty minutes. <laughs> it took him like said, forty minutes to you. show up. He's a, He's like, ETA, 20 minutes. I'm like, no, dude, dog, that was more like 40. Yeah, right, exactly. 40 to an hour. What are you doing? Uh, and how, how are you guys even that close? Like, is there another camp nearby? Like, you guys are keeping this prison that close to another another base? Right, right. I don't, where are they, right? Yeah. You think you'd fly in or whatever? It's supposed to be based on, like, Leavenworth. But again, I guess if there's an uprising, you got to have, like, a bunch of men. So, I, I don't know. And and for someone like General Wheeler, like, if there's an uprising, I don't think you send General Wheeler down there with men. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You don't. I don't think you do. You know, That's so a good point. <laughs> if you, you want to protect him, you know, because these are soldiers that are that are prisoners because they were criminals uh, in one way or another. So, I mean, they don't not necessarily all of them are violent, but still they are all trained to kill. That's that's the difference between like a regular prison. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, I think the downfall is the timing on this thing. The time. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, you could have, you could have, and the thing is that, like, you, as you were saying, like, if you want to make this, it would be a different movie if you do want to make it more about the other soldiers who, what kind of situ, you know, issues they had to deal with in combat, you know, especially with PTSD or anything else after that, and like, what, how, how did that lead them into getting put in prison as opposed to like getting real, you know, getting some help? Right. Um, but that's a different movie, though. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
does anybody deserve redemption? You know, for maybe uh, uh, put it in there, maybe by mistake. But, but then now, now we're talking about Shawshank Redemption. Right. You know, so or there's or uh, this reminded me of a movie with Ray Liotta, which I think is. Last is there a movie uh, Ray Liotta no where? <laughs> no, not No Escape, dude. There's one where he went. Uh, I think he was in a in a military hospital and was um kind of got a bunch of people together to help with the treatment of the soldier of the of the vets. Hmm. I can't remember the name now. Damn it! Oh, it's all right. I might have to look that so one. So something up. more in that. That's a whole different. That's a whole different movie, though. Okay. So, okay. I think if they cut twenty minutes, at least <laughs> the twenty minutes that it took uh, Delroy Lindo to get there, <laughs> if they cut that out, <laughs> if it would have been a tighter movie. Would have been better. <laughs> it would have been. I mean, the, the end is a, a different uh, um, type of movie. You know, it, the, the action picks up, and I am having fun. Uh, although many things are a little hard to believe, and we'll probably get to some of those. Uh, but the, the you know the act three basically, uh, you know, I mentioned it. Robert Redford goes to Gandolfini. He's like, "Yeah, we want your guys. You, we want you to resign your resignation." Mark Ruffalo, who's kind of, you know, he doesn't have a side. He's just like the bookie who wants to make money off of the ongoings around prison. Um, you don't know if he is uh, somebody who's gonna, you know, be the buddy fucker or actually somebody who's gonna get the back of you know the other men. Um, so they kind of use him as a pawn to um tell Gandolfina like hey so they plan on uprising the prison and they're gonna raise um uh, you know the the flag upside down and basically it's gonna look bad on him so this fight ensues uh i have a hard time believing that they these men were able to steal like three dozen uh lunch trays and hide them (laughs) as shield (laughs) how did that just go missing (laughs) Uh yeah, that that's the part. That's the part. That's one of them. That's the part that you can't. Okay, <laughs> that's one of them. How did they build a catapult? Yeah, a catapult. They hit the catapult against the wall in that corner there, like in, a little the alley. alley there, right? A little alley. Between the two walls, <laughs> nobody knows. Oh shit! It. Was that an alley? Oh damn! They used a cloaking device. <laughs> I'm sure somebody knew how to build, build it. I mean, look, these are these are military men. They know how to disguise it with camo paint. You don't know what that is. There you go. Just there you go. I don't. I don't know what it is. I, that's how. See, I'm going along with it because I don't know. I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds really good. That's right. That that works. That's what you're doing with the um, movie. You're going along with it. Real quick, uh, Ray Liotta in 1992 made a film called Article 99, where uh-huh. he plays a doctor, one of a group of doctors in a veterans' hospital that must contend with their hopeless situation: too many patients and not enough beds because of uh, government, like managerial belt belt tightening, is what they're calling it here. So is that IMDb? Yeah. IMDb. That's but I do remember that film because I remember the rating. What's the rating on that? Hold on, six point one out of ten, Peter. That's not, that's not bad. That's an average movie right there. That's not terrible. No, probably not that good, but not terrible. Well, I mean, that's a lower score than this, but we'll get there. Oh, okay, we will get there. Uh, the camouflage catapult. Catap- <laughs> camapult? Camapult. <laughs> oh yeah, we just okay. come up with something. Yeah, he's coming there. We go. Like that. We'll work it out. <laughs> Uh, the trays, the helicopter to me is the biggest one. You're right. Mark Ruffalo should be dead. That he dude should, should be, be dead. dead. That, I don't understand. There's no crash. reason. And and the way the dummy was like, uh, you know, being flung around inside there, that didn't help either. <laughs> so you think, besides the fact that he should have gotten burned, like seriously burned, that he should have like some kind of C C uh, fracture. <laughs> She's my fracture. Yeah, broken neck. I mean, I'm going along with it because I don't know what that is. But yes, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
See, see how we do. This, this is why we're together in this. That's right. You know, we got to help each other out. Yeah. Fill in the gaps there. Um, well, exactly. What, what about the things that they do shoot with, like the the really big uh, slingshot? You know, like what's that? Why is that flammable? Did did they get gas somehow? Was that supposed to be gas? I don't know where they got kerosene. I, maybe? I don't know what the flammable what the flammable substance was. Kerosene. Yeah, but where did they where would they get kerosene? The kitchen? Um, would they get any kind of? I don't know. That's interesting. I, I will say, though, that if you do pop off the oxygen to the end of an oxygen tank, it will shoot like a fucking missile. Okay. That's a lot of pressure underneath a tank like that. Okay. And, uh, and that, was, I, that was proven in Mythbusters. But I do know because we're at my job, we, that's why you can't, you can't stand those up on the floor on their own without having some kind of a device to hold them up. Mm-hmm. You got to lay them down on the, you gotta lay them down on the floor because otherwise, if they fall down, they could risk... I don't know how high the the probability of it, but you can risk them popping off, and that will go through walls, dude. Oh wow, that much okay. pressure in there. Okay, yeah. so we, we're Those not calling dangerous. bullshit yeah. on that. Okay, and they're flammable because oxygen is flammable, buddy. Well, there you go. So, so, so that was real, realistic there. Okay, so that's the old, that's the only real thing about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we we have a bunch of MacGyvers, you know, that uh, work, work in the yard there. Yeah. Right. The, okay, so the, the the movie ends with uh, Robert Redford. They were able to secure uh, Gandolfini's flag that they stole from the office. There was a bit of a distraction. The idea was to raise a upside down flag to show distress, um, which uh, not funny, haha, but funny, interesting is that I guess the original poster for this movie was going to be like the upside down flag which they changed and altered or they changed it to something else because of like 9-11 just happening previously yeah you know the month before yeah uh, this was an off, uh, office box office disappointment it did bomb but i was working on blockbuster when it came out it might have been out or already came out on dvd and it, it it actually did well. It did well enough. You know, that we didn't have like a whole wall oh. of it, but we had a bunch of right. copies and, and it rented well. Um, and, and that's kind of how it was like around the blockbuster days. Like some movies may not have done well in the box office, but they were better as movie rentals. I, it's interesting because when the whole, when, when the days of movie rentals, that's what you look for. Remember like every, like when the movies would drop, you'd be like, oh, what new movies are out? And let's say something like last episode dropped. I can see them renting out. Like, oh, this is the new, this is the movie of the week. Let's grab it. Yeah. I did that plenty of times. Yeah. You know, that was like more of a, it's a different situation than going to the movies. Like, okay, back in the day, you know, before you can go on the internet and check out what movies were playing, sometimes we just go to the movies and be like, oh, what's playing? Oh, there's three different movies we can watch within the next half hour, 45 minutes, and then we choose which one we want to watch. You know what I mean? The thing with the movie theaters is like when people go, some people, they don't go, you know, often enough. And when you go, you, you don't know these people that work there. At the Blockbusters, we had regulars that come in all the time. You know, you start knowing their names so you can right. have like their accounts pulled up as they walk up kind of thing. Um, and the people that come in, they have, you know, the employees that they trusted based off of their, you know, recommendations. Um, certain locations at Blockbusters had like the employee shelves, you know, and I, oh, that's I had, a good point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I had movies on my shelves and people would often like, you know, rent them out. And I'm not saying like mine was always rented out and everybody had like different tastes in movies too, which was kind of cool. Um, but, you know, there were certain people that would come to me only and ask for my recommendations. And again, it's not like, you know, I had like the, the best choices in movies, but my choice in movies, you know, at 17, 18, 19 years old was kind of like the general public. You know, it was, you know, casual movie watchers. You know, I was into film. Okay. I wasn't critiquing them or anything like that. I remember one time 
my manager sent a customer over to me. He's like, uh, go see Peter. I don't, I don't know what that movie is. So the guy comes to me. He's like, oh, I remember something about like uh, a bunch of people in pods and they were used as batteries. And I hadn't seen the movie at the time, but I was like, that sounds like the, the Matrix. Matrix? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> he's like, I think that's right. <laughs> see, I didn't watch it in the theater. I did rent it, but I was just like, huh. I was like, how does this funny. guy? Yeah, this guy didn't even know. Like, I, I don't know what he saw or somebody explained it to him. Maybe he was at somebody's house and caught a glimpse of it, and it's like, oh, I need to watch the whole thing. But even I was just like, I think the Matrix. <laughs> so I'm picturing your wall at Blockbuster was. All back to the future. That's all it is. Who told you? <laughs> that, Who told you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that and like and as soon as as soon as uh, Quantum Leap came out on 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 ta- on the, on uh, videotape, they're like Quantum Leap. <laughs> seasons, seasons one through five. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't forget Titanic. You got a Titanic in there. Oh. Um, oh gosh. To, to be honest, I I didn't I, I don't remember much of the movies that were on there because it, it would be like every few months I would you know swap in and out a few here and there just to kind of keep it fresh. I think Shawshank Redemption was like one you know that I throw up on there and stuff, but I'd alternate movies. Okay. Yeah. So when one week could be back to feature, and then the next week could be back to feature three. Part yeah, part and then three, after that, they maybe go back to part two. <laughs> part two. Throw in the karate kid in up. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, didn't he put this on there before? Um, all right. So the the end of the movie. One thing we didn't bring up was the uncredited cameo of Robert Redford's daughter, Robin Wright Penn. That was her, right? That was her. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't yeah. find the credit on it. She, yeah, she sounded and looked different to me. Why did? Oh, she's she looked and sounded different to me. She looked like I don't Gen know why. A. See, you're probably used f- to her from like House of Cards or something. Oh, man. I, dude, Peter. Yes. Don't insult me, man. <laughs> I know her from Santa Barbara, buddy. Santa Barbara in the 80s, okay? What's so that? I've known about her. Is that a movie? That was a, a, thank you. What's that? Look at you. It was it was a soap opera on NBC, buddy. Oh, okay. All right. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, uh, she was the um, one of the breakout. She's not the only one, but she's the main person that came out of that soap opera, like that's okay. a known uh actor. Yeah. Well good. But good. that's from the eighties, man. Okay. Yeah, buddy. So don't don't insult me like that. All right. I'm well, old. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> don't don't make fun of your elders. Right, what you right. learn in the military, Peter? <laughs> Respect the people that are higher ranking than you. Because it doesn't it doesn't you can have someone higher ranking than you that is much younger. That's that's what kind of sucks. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sure. Pl- plenty of James Gandolfini there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. You Look, know, with, I'm sure, the, with the right I'm sure amount of college that credits, is, go straight into a yeah. high rank. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, how did you get to West Point exactly. or any of the military schools? How do you get in there? I'm sure you got to have some kind of like connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure maybe. you could be a legacy, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know these things. I don't know these things is what I'm asking. Right, right. Peter can't comment on it because, uh, you know, he's got to keep his reputation intact. So let's keep it moving. Yeah. Okay. Um, Robert Wright Penn. So, wait. So she played his daughter. Okay, yes. I thought so. I thought that was her, but I couldn't really. Again, sometimes I'm terrible with faces and and voices and names, so I could be bad with all of them. All so of them, like, yeah. to me, I was just like, I'm all. I want to say that's Robin Wright Penn or Robin Wright now, anyway. Um, but I don't want to be racist, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna be like, oh, it's just a, a young young blonde lady who has a, a has a kid who uh, the general hasn't seen in a couple of years at least. Yep, the grandson. Yeah. Yeah, he just wants to do his time so he can get out and go spend time with his, uh, his grandson. But he basically goes on his own suicide mission. And I guess, right. you know, I like the idea of what he did. So he ended up raising the flag the correct way. So I think that puts like a stamp on like Gandolfini's ain't shitness. He ended up killing a man just for raising a flag. <laughs> so, okay. 
when you first watched this thing, did you know that he wasn't going to do it upside down? No, I Because I did. Did you? Dude, I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, the shit is right side up. The whole time I'm like, he's it's right side up. I wasn't sure if, dude, if James Gandolfini was going to shoot him or whatever. Spoiler alert. But when he shot him, I'm all like, this motherfucker did this shit and the dude did not even do it upside down. Yeah. I know he... he he didn't look uh, at the it. The whole I mean, time, I'm like, he's not going to do it. It's been 17, 18 years, so so I don't I don't remember what I initially thought. But this time around, I was looking for it, but obviously nobody's looking up, and you only salute the flag when it's raised all the way up. And I don't know if people would salute if it's you know upside down. Right? No, nobody would. Yeah, I would think. Right? So, I know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know anything. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. Um, I, no, I just I caught the whole time. I'm like, oh, he's he's going to raise it up. And I didn't, again, I wasn't 100% sure he was going to get shot. But uh, when when I heard the gunshot, I'm like, oh, okay. So that's James Gandolfini basically being a shit because nobody was listening to his command, you know, or whatever at that point to like straight up murder people, shoot into a crowd with, come on, man, really? It was bad enough that he had dude shoot homeboy in the head or whatever. Oh, yeah. So, the I don't rubber. Know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's pretty scary that was stuff. terrible. Yeah. Um, this director, I'm not familiar with him by name, but he's done like a few other movies too that I'm familiar with. Um, one of which was The Contender, the political thriller. Uh, that was also pretty good too. Um, oh, I really like that movie. That was a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Gary Oldman is also in it. Uh, Joan Allen. Yep. Joan Allen is really good. Yeah. Jeff Bridges, you know, plays the president. Maybe, maybe that would be one uh, we can do just to throw in there as well at some point. That's a good one. I think that came out the year before this one. I think that's a 2000 movie. Um, but The Last Castle uh, on IMDb... Christian Slater's in that, by the way. Christian Slater does have a role in there, absolutely. Isn't he like a reporter, or am I mistaken? No, he's a senator. He's a senator, or... Okay, yeah, he's, he's a senator. senator. Oh, you know what? Or I'm mixing up with... Um, like or is he the reporter? That's the interview with the vampire. Completely different movie. <laughs> uh, anyway. That's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> so we don't come up with our own scores on this um, on the show, but we do pull up some of the other sites. Uh, on IMDb, the, the Raiders... Not, not not the football players, but the the, the people that rated. Oh, well, shout out to the Raiders, though. They won this week. <laughs> Did they? Hey, uh, good <laughs> for yeah. them? I don't know if that's your team. Is they're, that your team? No, nah, that's my son's team. They're on the hunt. They're in the hunt. That's right, Oakland. They're okay. in the hunt. Previously, my, um, Oakland. I don't, I don't understand any of the other teams because uh, if you're not undefeated, I don't really understand where you're coming from. If, okay. if you're not following an undefeated team, like my best, my, my team, then I can't relate to you. But go on, Peter, you are saying? Oh, okay, yes, yes. Uh, they rated this movie 7 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, this is a big drop-off. This one's 52% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa! From that to 7? Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I would be more in the 7 out of 10. Eh, 6.5 out of 10, that's what I would give it. And that's still pr- pretty 65% close to 7, top. you know? Yeah, average, so yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, for me, yeah, you, I mean, you know, it's, I'm going to say 7. You know, I I might okay. be you know a little military bias. I, I I loved all the the different names of the ranks. You know, and they explain it. They break it down too. You know, um, how they came up with that. I like the saluting. You know, that where you're not so, supposed to salute, but then it it turns into like a hair. You know, you grab your hair, kind of thing. I right. like that. But um, that wouldn't work with me. But go see, ahead, Peter. This go ahead movie, and rub it in my face. I own this movie. What rub my hair in your okay. face? What, what, what do you want me to do? No. <laughs> For other for everybody out there who doesn't know me, I don't have any hair, so I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean, the, 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 I mean, there's bald men in there that still did it. But <laughs> anyway, I do on this movie. I would watch it again. Okay, I did. Okay. I did watch this on HBO just because it was already on the TV, so I didn't have to dust off the old DVD. 
And, right. and and I would recommend this to like you know people that serve too. Just be like, hey, you know, here's a pretty pretty good military movie. You know, it's it's done competently enough, which actually kind of sounds like an insult, but I thought this was really good. Um, I just think it's long, you know, and also the stuff at the end, a little unbelievable. Like again, like hiding all those um, lunch trays, you know, for shields. Like where where did they get that? You know, the, a lot of questions, but it was still fun. If you just check your brain at the door. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I, you know, I would say, gosh, I want to, I want to edit twenty minutes out of this thing to yeah. make it a to so I can recommend it. Cause I don't know if I can, but I do. I'll be like, you know, if you do want to see some um, good one-on-one acting, like some good face-to-face kind of chess game of sorts with between James Gandolfini and Robert Redford, then yeah, because I think that okay, that might make it worth worth your while. You know, like I think that that makes up for some of the, a lot of the stuff. Um, it's just, man, if it's twenty minutes, I'm telling you, Peter, if this if this clocks in at one forty, one forty five, now we're talking. Yeah, I know. I, I can totally see. That. I mean, I, I said as much. I I really love James Gandolfini and this character, and I, I he's think, good, man. You know, um, you know, I didn't watch. I, I didn't watch very much of The Sopranos. But I also, before I saw any Sopranos at all, this was the first time I seen James Gandolfini. And I think that helped because there was okay. nothing, you know, I had, uh, I didn't have any like preconceived like notions of how he was as, as, a, as an actor, I guess, you know, like no baggage, uh, to him. And I don't know, Robert Redford, I didn't watch a whole lot of his movies either, but I really enjoyed him. And I've seen other things that he's done like after this movie. Uh, I went back and watched some of the older stuff, but really good cast, you know, um, pretty good actors. I don't think there was like anybody that was bad in in their role. Just some really, you know, some lines were kind of bad. Yeah, could have been. And I think that's part of the whole editing or making things a little tight would be some of the writing, maybe just cut cut back a little bit, you know, a little less is more because, yeah, Uh, he's, yeah, James Gandolfini. I mean, he he had a really small part in uh, which stood out to me when I first time I saw him in True Romance, and it was just like a really short scene, but he was fucking good in it. He played. He was one of the. He was one of the guys that was trying to get that. Spoiler alert: Coke back from uh, jo- uh, Montana and what? Oh, oh. <laughs> no, he was trying to get it back from uh, Christian Slater. Speaking of Christian Slater and uh, Arquette, not Rosanna. Uh, Gosh, I forget. But- Patricia Arquette's her last name, but I can Patricia. Thank you, Patricia Arquette. Like try to get their the coke back from them. He's one of the the guys who's who went back to get it, and he has this like brutal scene with with Patricia Arquette, and it was it was good. It was okay. really good. I kind of I mean I've seen it one time, and that was for uh, a review on this on this show with uh, Hiro oh, from funny. the True Romance. Yeah, huh. so sure. I hadn't, I hadn't seen it until I think it was like maybe a year or two ago uh, that we did that on this okay. show. Um, but, uh, but, uh, Pinchot, uh, Bronson Pinchot, Pinchot or whatever, yeah. the Bucky, he was yeah. in that movie, right? Yeah. 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 He, yeah, he was he got yeah. pulled over was. by the cops and he had like coke all over his face. Yes. Coke all <laughs> um, over. That was a funny scene. It was. All it over really his was. face. And, <laughs> but also like if you grew up watching Bucky, wanna... <laughs> you know, perfect strangers. Yeah. You're like, what the hell's he doing with <laughs> a bunch of coke? <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense now. <laughs> uh, if you get a chance to see James Gandolfini again in another, like a uh, more screen time. I don't know if you ever seen the drop with Tom Hardy. Mm-mm, no, that's a newer, uh, kind of new-ish, right? It's Obviously, kind of new-ish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty fourteen. Okay, twenty fourteen. Exactly five years. So, yeah, yeah, last five years. Exactly. 
Uh, I recommend it, Peter. Okay. That's on my wall for you to check out. Tom Hardy. First of all, Tom Hardy is a hell of an actor. He Jen is. Gandolfini's in it. Um, and uh, anyway, just I don't want to give any more, but that's definitely, definitely worth your while. Okay. All right. Well, that was really good. With the last castle, I, I definitely recommend it, Mariano. You're you're kind of like iffy on the recommendation. It it is long. Yeah, it's questionable, man. Oh, yeah, I think it's a good one for like folks that have served. I, I think they they would enjoy this. Um, again, I I watched this again. I own it myself. I haven't seen it in a really long time, and for me, it still held up. So, uh, and also, you know, you can okay. you just see like one of um, Ruffalo's like earlier roles too. You know, it's not his first, but it's one of his earlier ones, kind of before he became like a love interest on like, you know, 13 going on 30 or uh, just like heaven and all these other movies. So, right. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'll, I'll let you recommend because you would know more than I would on that <laughs> on that end. But I uh, yeah, I think pretty much of a good good mini acting clinic there done okay. by those two actors. I right? Agree. So I, agree. I like that. Absolutely. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, all right, so if you guys uh, have seen this movie and maybe want to continue on the conversation, uh, you guys can give us your thoughts, whether you uh, recommended it or not, or um, maybe if you think that it is plausible to steal like three dozen uh, lunch trays as shields, you know, we can uh, talk about <laughs> it on Twitter. Uh, Mariano, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Papa Elefante, that's at P-A-P-A-E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E. All right. And for me, you can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at Podstalgic. I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you to those that have served in the military and also the family members of those that have served because your support obviously was worth the service. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.